How you going, guys? Woohoo! That's old 70s rocker Rocky Erickson. If you're gonna slip in mud, yeah, watch your fucking blood, yeah. <laughs> Love it. What's your Bit name? sexy. Oh, Sammy Hartle. I'm Joe Jovi. Yes. This the 80s montage. 80s montage all the way from Australia. That's right. Going all around the world. We are. Tonight we're talking about vampires of the 80s. Which are kind of hot. Vampires were a very 80s thing. Yeah, they were. Very 80s thing. Although kind of, you know, it was always old vampire films and everything, but they were daggy. The thing about the 80s that did it different, they were, they were like young and hot. You know, they, yeah. they sort of um, made vampires contemporary and, and put a bit of a spin on it. So there were a lot of vampire films in the 80s and we're going to look at a few of them tonight. That's right. And when we're not talking the count, I love the count. One, There's two, another three. one. What's I love the count. The count from Sesame Street. You know, we went and picked up money from a venue <laughs> once and uh, the venue owner goes, can you count? And he went, I love to count. Oh, and we Jesus. fucking all pissed ourselves <laughs> laughing. Of course we can fucking count. Oh, God. Did you ever used to get paid by check for, for geeks? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah, that funny? wedding couples. Yeah, right, okay. We'd get paid by check and oh. then you'd take it back to the agency or you'd bank it and then it would fucking, jar, you know, what do you put bounce yeah. and then be ringing them up going, yeah, yeah, that fucking 350 bucks bounced, mate. Which is illegal to do. Yeah, yeah. To write a check that you know is going to bounce. Yeah, and that was also me as a kid as well. I was like always bouncing. I bounced more checks than fucking balls, mate. <laughs> <laughs> fucking eighties. I couldn't what, do just it. Just write out a check. And just take write it off. out to shut people up. Here you go. Fuck. Fucking rip up the end and forget about it. What? And then the bank would call you or something. Just fucking. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> fucking out, mate. I was always drunk. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh. But but no, I. I I love checks and I think that's something, you know, mm. that's good about it. Yeah. But now we just do the EFT thing. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Makes it harder to get away with though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've got to have it ready. I'm better now but Instant. I was pretty bad when oh, I lived course. out of home and stuff. Ah, yeah. Do what you can to survive. Yeah. Now... Vampires in the 80s. Mm. Very sexy. Yeah. I was really, really into it. Yeah. I desperately wanted to be a bit vampire. Yeah. Did you? I wanted to be fucked by one. I thought that looked fun. <laughs> but I didn't want to be one. I did. I kind of, I don't know, there's something about being in a band that's aligned with being a vampire, like living at night. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you know, you got to look young all your life. That's right. Um, They're not young. Yeah, you're sort of like you're separate from society. I don't know. Well, There's that's lots right. of lots of parallels, you know? Yeah. And um yeah. Especially the the youth thing. That's the big thing about vampires, is they, they kind of they you know, they sap other people's youth. They're not just drinking their blood, they're they're taking their life force from them, you know, so that they wow. can survive. Yeah. Like some of the people we work with. Absolutely. This is why I kind of – Yeah. This is why it's a big thing for me. Yeah. You know. Well, actually I don't have problems like that but in the early 90s there mm. was a couple of vampires around. Yeah, yeah. I've got no time for it. Like yeah. people that are sort of emotionally vampiric, 
I oh, recognize. That's very good. Yeah, emotionally I, vampiric. That's right. I recognize that could be a it drink. instantly. Sparkling water, yeah. vampiric. Emotion- yeah, emotionally <laughs> vampiric. And water's, oh. and water's emotional oh. too. Oh. Come and get your fucking. It's making me very tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was big to cover up that bullshit and not be a real person. Yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you walked in looking hot. Everyone that used to walk in looking hot, you knew you were going to get ripped off or fucking This is the abused. thing. Yeah, this is the thing. I can sort of recognise that vibe, that energy from a fucking hundred metres away now. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm i not interested. I yeah. don't want to know about it. Yeah. Ugh. Absolutely. You know when they, you feel exhausted after you, they've left you? Yeah. Because they fucking... Taken from you, you know. I'm really good at walking away from people midstream mm. of conversation. <laughs> yeah. Maddie just looks at me and goes, I don't know how you do that. I just walk away. Just make yourself busy. Keep yeah. walking. I don't even give them the option of thinking I'm doing something else. <laughs> I'm just going. <laughs> right? It's really a bad part of my personality. I've done it on stage. Yeah. And I've been really hammered because I've just gone, oh, you're fucking boring. Paul Norton, I did it too, actually. Oh. We did Stuck On You. Yeah. And I just got over the song and went, I'm fucking off stage. I walked out through the fucking song. Maddie goes, I cannot believe you did that. I said, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. I've got a little trick whenever I want to, whenever I'm in a social situation, you hold a pen. Oh, yeah. You hold a pen and when you're stuck in a situation, you're like, I just got to go and do something. And you just sort of show them the pen. And walk off. Nobody ever asks a question. Because they think yeah. you're going to go and write something or fucking. I don't really worry about what people think. <laughs> I just walk. Yeah. Yeah. Some people really get stuck. Yeah. With people. And, and oh, you know, I'm very protective of myself these days, you know. Very protective of my Why energy. Um, because I know that because I know I've been in situations where people have like soaked up all my energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the, and this feeds absolutely into what we're talking absolutely, about. Absolutely, of course. Yeah, yeah. And so I've I've found myself sort of in situations where I've given and given and given and given and haven't kept any for myself. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck that. You basically it's like you 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 fucking surrogate for somebody. You you know, it's like you sort of like uh, parenting somebody or something like that, you know what mm. I mean? And you haven't like saved any for yourself. Fuck that. I, yeah. So now I'm like, yeah. I'm now. I, I know it sounds terrible, but it's like, nah. I've got a, you know, I've got a, I've got a partner in a life and blah blah blah, and I'm completely protective of that. And that's first. And if anything sort of takes my energy away from that, like. Yeah, you've got to, you, it's all about prioritising, I guess, you know. Mm, yeah, mm. that's right. I guess I do it in other ways. I'm the same but I will see how much money someone's got before I leave them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, that's, <laughs> no, no, look, if someone throws money at me, I'll talk to you for ten minutes and then I'll go, ah, great, see ya. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I've always been... Um, Oh, look, I've always – I have I had – my family were quite full on. Mm. My dad especially, if it wasn't good enough, he'd tell you. Yeah. And I think that's really good for me yeah. because I don't hear anything anymore. Like yeah, yeah, I just yeah. go, 
oh, yeah, that was shit, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, you know? yeah. And, you know, when you've been told that nothing's perfect in your life and, and not that my dad said that but he would go, that song was shit or that was shit, I heard it but I didn't take it on. I yeah, that's right, what right, I do. right. Yeah. So that's where that education was really good. Yeah. Because I know that a lot of people that sing or do arts, if they're told they're not great, they either go to water where I just walk through fucking fire and go but That's whatever. why you're still here. Yeah, well, that's right. You know what I mean? It would have to be that. Yeah. Because I could not be this resilient and be going fucking nowhere no. for 35 years. You can't you know, sort of. You've got to know there's still an inner knowing. You navigate through your career and your mm. life by being told if you, how good you are or not. You'd yeah. never fucking make it past the doorstep. Yeah, well, it was weird because with music it's always been the same. But when I did do Wentworth and they were just going berserk over me and and, and ringing my agent going, this girl's fucking so talented. I didn't understand that. Yeah. Because I've never been given that you're incredible, you're great. And I don't need to be given that because I never got that from my father and yeah. that was cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a whole lot of – but that didn't do my head in. I'm quite appreciative that I did have that, you know. I had it trained out of me. Yeah. I had I had that sort of um, – because I was really receptive to it when I was younger. Yeah. Like really wanting Well, being a younger kid stuff. as well. Yeah. You've got yeah. to work through all that. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Getting told you. Getting told you, you. You can't have a transformer and a fucking tube. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But sort of I had it trained out of me. When I, when I went and trained um, as an actor, yeah, it was all about not working for approval. You work, you work for your own approval. Yeah. You don't work for anybody else's. Yeah. You never get told you did a great job. Yeah, that's and, right. And you, it, for people that need that, you can't survive that environment for more than a couple of months. No. It's and like, I've no, met people like that and they are vampires. Yeah. Because they constantly need you to recognise how good that yeah. fucking stupid band I was in. Yeah. Was yeah. that fucking tool. <sighs> Yeah. It was a merchant banker during the day and then he just fucking wanted to be, he's my hero, okay? It's like, what about me? I'm fronting your fucking band. You're working because of me, dickhead. But why, no one why cares. are you telling dudes how good they are? It should be around the other way. Exactly. Got oh. very tiring. Absolutely. Because it was like, do I need to do this? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, let's jump into it. So the very first film, I believe the first one of any sort of note that really took on the vampire thing in the 80s was The Hunger. The Hunger had David Bowie in it. So yeah. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I watched it years ago before I could even understand it. It's got Susan Sarandon and Catherine Deneuve. David Bowie and Catherine Deneuve are vampires and they're in a relationship. A rela- relationships. Relationships. They're in a relationship that's um, lasted for generations. And what sort of has happened is David Bowie would get sent out to pick up victims and bring them back and they would both feed on that victim's life force, you know? Yes. Um, In this particular case, it's Susan Sarandon. So Susan Sarandon plays this... She's a doctor that sort of deals with ageing and so forth. So she's smart, yeah? Yeah. And I think David Bowie really, David Bowie's character really forms a bond with her 
and doesn't want to sort of um, he wants to hold on he wants to hold on to her for a second before you know fucking her over it potentially. But it's like a little it's like a little love triangle. Um, yep. Beautiful film. This has like a really big cult following these days because yeah. it's sort of it came out um, it came out in eighty three when goth culture started started really becoming big. Yeah. Goth culture started uh, in the UK in the very early 80s with stuff like uh, um, Joy Division and I'm just trying to think of fucking goth bands. Like Susie and the Banshees. Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and by sort of 83 it was a thing. You know, like um, they they wore sort of uh, new romantic clothing and stuff, but it was all black. You know, mm. all the makeup, all the the cure. You know, that yeah. is another sort of big one. But um, yeah, it it was a thing by sort of eighty three, and this film is a big sort of goth staple, The Hunger. Yeah, because it got Bowie in it as well. Yeah. Um, but I was obsessed by this, obsessed with this when I was young. I absolutely loved it. Um, and, really there, and there's your classic soundtrack. rock star. Yeah. And the parallel that we're trying to describe yeah. in this movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would have um, anything to do with vampires and sort of staying young and the desperation of like staying young and living forever, any rock star would, would understand. So and, – and David Bowie was really prolific with films in the 80s as well. He sort of had bit parts and stuff and, and – um, was doing a lot of film work. And and you did the Elephant Man Theatre. That's right. Did, so yeah. he was playing some pretty hardcore parts. Yeah, like real. He was a good actor. He was. Real sort of decent acting roles, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> ignore for a moment the fucking incredible music career. He, he, he was, he sort of. He's an actor more of a, of a muso. I know that sounds ridiculous. No, it doesn't. But he plays characters. He does. And the music is a result of that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's right. So, so yeah, he's, a, he's an amazing actor. But, yeah, I love this film. Um, directed by Tony Scott. Um, it comes from a book. I, I can't remember the name of the book. But the original, sorry, the, the makeup artist in this is the makeup artist from The Exorcist. So oh, like wow. all the yeah, all the full on you don't see a lot of effects, but you do towards the end when sort of shit starts happening. I'm not gonna ruin any of these films for you tonight. Just gonna kind of set them up well, for you. Well that's hope. it, because I have seen this many years ago with a yeah. pack of goths, I think, when I yeah. you know. And I really want to see it again now because mm. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Mm. It was one of um it was one of Susan Sarandon's first roles as well. And you think of like her early career would have been Rocky Horror. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, she did some different stuff. Yeah. Um, There was a new screenplay announced this year that they're going to remake this because it's not big on the dialogue, this film. It's mainly imagery. It's like a film clip. Yeah, sure. Um, And so, yeah, they've just announced this screenplay. They're going to remake it. I don't know. It's been, been... been announced a couple of times, but this recent one is apparently very good, and they're going to have a go at it. But I, I just think, like, who's going to play that Bowie character? Yeah, know? that's right. Yeah. So we've got one of the songs off the album by a band called Bauhaus. Bauhaus is a big sort of goth rock '80s band, big sort of um, new wave staple, and I hope you enjoy it. 
motion like keeps back on the rack The little goose is dead, the bats have left the bell tower The victims have been bled and velvet lines The black box, the little goose is dead Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Wasn't it beautiful? It was beautiful. Now, the next one, did you watch this last night? I, I, I have to admit, I watched it again yeah. for the middle of the time in the car on the way out here. I actually did it and I don't know why. Ah. The next one is Fright Night. Fright Night came out in 85. Um, it did have a sequel in 88. I want to kind of like put them together, Fright Night 1 and Fright Night 2 because oh. I think the sequel was better. Wow. The sequel's better. That's unusual for a sequel to yeah. be better. Yeah. The, the, the first one um, written and directed by Tom Holland, it was a sort of um, – it was an earlier film for him. He – Wanted to make it about a young guy who witnessed, you know, wanted to make it about a young guy with a vampire next door and he witnessed the vampire doing something like killing somebody or something. Yep. But nobody else believed him. Right. And that was the situation. He was really stuck with this script until he until he thought, okay, the kid's got to go and get help from somebody and they'll go and get help from like somebody that, somebody that they see on TV. So he goes and enlists the help of this guy called okay, so the lead lead character's called Charlie. Mhm. Yeah. Um, like the perfume. That's right. Charlie goes and enlists the help of a guy called Peter Vincent. They originally asked um Vincent Price to play the Peter Vincent role. Um, Vincent Price said no straight away because it was like he's typecast. You know, Peter Vincent does. Uh, sorry, um, Vincent, Vincent Price. Price does the voice on voice. fucking Thriller, and you yep, know, yep. yeah. Um, he said no. He was typecast and everything. So they they named. Had he done Thriller by this stage? Uh, what year are we looking? He, I think he did. This was eighty five. Yeah, so he, he so would have been huge. Yeah. Yep. So um, yeah, he said no. Um, but they got they got Roddy Roddy McDowell, who's the only name actor in the film, and um, the character that they ended up giving him is Peter Vincent. So Vincent is after Vincent Price, and Peter is after Peter Cushing, who used to be in heaps of horror films, like black and white ones, yep, old ones, yeah. Yep. And the 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 Peter Vincent character is sort of reminiscent of. In the US, you know, they used to have like late night like scary movie hosts like mm. Elvira mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That was a huge thing in the US. Mm. It wasn't just Elvira. She was the biggest one. There was, you know, because like TV in the US was like localised. Mm. So they'd have like the local kind of like horror um, actor or, or host or whatever. And he played like old scary films, you know, late mm. at night. And Peter Vincent is meant to be one of these characters. And the moment Tom Holland sort of 
realised, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do with the script. It just sort of all came alive. Yeah. And Fright Night happened. So it's um, it's all set in a house in, in sort of this one neighbourhood. Fright Night 2 is set on a uni campus, so it's sort of like a bigger film mm. and it's it's just better and it's scarier as well. Do you think they had a bigger budget? They did. Slightly yeah. bigger budget. Yeah. Fright Night 2 came out in 88. So that's a pretty that's a pretty quick follow-up for uh for a sequel um for a genre film like a vampire film. But um this Fright Night 2 came out in 88. Lost Boys came out in 87. Lost Boys was a massive, massive mm. big hit. Mm. And, um, you know, vampires generally were really big in the 80s anyway. But when sort of Lost Boys came along, everybody was like, oh, fuck, okay, uh, vampire films actually make money. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. And, yeah. And so they, they sort of put money into the, into the sequel. The sequel, okay, so the vampire in the first one is called Jerry. The vampire in the second one is Regine. Regine is Jerry's sister. So that's how they've tied ah. it together. And the same guy, Charlie, is in both of them. So he's like the kid that can see the truth but nobody else can. Like he wow. he can tell that they're a vampire but nobody else can. And Yeah. The wow. Peter Vincent character is in both of them as well. So yeah. should we play your track that you wanted to play from that movie? Yeah. This is um, – this. I think this track plays in both. Right. It plays in both the, the first one and the sequel. It's actually not bad. I quite enjoy it. Very it's, sexy. Yeah. Very Cynthian sexy. Yeah. It's Fright Night. Now, that was the Jay Giles band. Very interesting sound for them. Very different from the centerfold. My angel is a centerfold. Your angel's a vampy now. Fright Night, the uh, Jay Giles band. Great track. We played a little bit more than what we would have played because I kind of like the keyboards and it's a mix. It's like their answer to Ghostbusters, is it? Maybe. Do you think that's a little bit of an answer to Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah, they're looking for like Even a, though Ghostbusters may not have been out. But all of their films, they're looking for a, like a hit song. Yeah. That's hit, not completely yeah. di- disconnected from the content of the film. Because you, you can't know? hear Centerfold in that. No, you can't, can you? You know what I mean? That yeah. sounds really – it sounds a cross between – oh, fuck. Rockwell – House Somebody, of Fun. House of, yeah, a little bit that, a little bit scary. And, um, yeah, 
it's it's I don't mind that song at all. And I vaguely remember Joe Gold's band being in a song, and this song would have made them a, a, quite a bit of money. Yeah, I absolutely. Yeah. So that was a quite successful little uh, franchise, Fright Night, mm. and they remade it in like 2012 with um, Colin Farrell. He yep. played the vampire. Um, oh, what's his name? Tony Collette was in it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was it was all right. It was all right. It was set in Vegas, slightly different, modernized and stuff. But yeah, it worked. Oh, it worked. Good. There's one thing about. Um, Jerry, who's the vampire in Fright Night, he eats apples all the way through. Yeah. And they carried that over into the remake as well. Like, Is that because bats like apples or what was the story? No. So the thing is, um, the thing is they, the way that they explained it is that he was, um, the the kind of bat that he turned into as a vampire was a fruit bat. Oh, so okay. he was into sort of fruit as well. Yeah. But he was cleansing his palate by eating the fruit before he. Because we of, have them in our backyard and they, they throw, are huge. They throw apples at you because we've got an apple tree and they'll eat the apples and then just spit the apples at you. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Maddie doesn't believe that happens, but when we had that tree in the backyard. <laughs> Maddie goes, we haven't got an apple tree. Yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have. We got a fucking goat. Fucking goat. No, it's a fucking goat. You should get a goat now that you've got a fence. Did you see that little girl? Oh, my God. No. The, so she's talking to her mum mm. and she's looking out the window and she goes, Mum, there's a fucking goat outside. And the mum goes, no, darling, it's just a goat. And she does this smile and she goes, no. It's a fucking goat. It's the best fucking footage ever. Jimmy Barnes put it up. He oh, loved it. oh. I think I might have seen it ages ago. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she gorgeous? <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Now, Tracy Lind, the actress who plays Regine in Fright Night 2, mm-hmm. momentarily went out with Dodie El Fayed. Who um, Princess Diana went out with? Yeah. And, wow. And, and died with as well. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He um, looked a bit vampish too, I reckon. <laughs> no, he didn't. Didn't he? Have you ever been to Wasn't Harrod? he an Italian guy with a fucking no, spiky well, forehead? No, he's uh, Saudi Arabian or something. No, Dodi Al Fayed. He's not Italian. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, have you ever been to Harrods and seen the memorial in Harrods? Because no, Muhammad I've Al been Fayed, to Harrods, but I haven't seen that. Okay, so Muhammad Al Fayed owns Harrods now, and that's Dodi Al Fayed's father, right? Um, and he built this sort of memorial within Harrods of Diana, like running, sort of free, like the oh like God. the goddess Diana. Yeah, it's really beautiful, but it, it's a bit gaudy, but. Um, Oh, he's completely And that's been devastated. in the news again all week, the bloody BBC fucking. Because of Prince Harry, There yeah. were three people in this marriage. I couldn't give a f- I couldn't give a fuck about the whole thing. Me either. You know what I mean? Like, it's like one of these things that you, you're being made care about it. Yeah, You're being yeah, conditioned yeah, to yeah, care yeah, about that's it. That's right. But the I kids are getting fuck. involved. Don't you think of she might have been pissed mum. and wanted to fucking say something? 
Oh, I absolutely. would have been pissed. 100%. I wouldn't have fucking had someone going, but to you, them, you know, I would have been pissed off. But to them, their mum's a saint. Yeah, you well, know. that's right. Well, the dad's getting involved as well because mm. it makes him look like shit, but he was a fucking shit. Yeah, I don't think he's ever got any good <laughs> good publicity in his life. No. Fucking needs it. That's mm. right. Yeah. But that's all up in the air again and I'm thinking, why do we need to see this? My mother-in-law always says... When the Queen dies, they she doesn't talk like this, but yeah. when, when the Queen dies. Your mum speaks like this. Yeah, when the Queen which, dies. Which mum? They should just, Mika's mum? No, Mika's mum. When the mom. Queen dies, they <laughs> should just make uh, William the King. Oh, my God, I love and that. And I'm like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, Charles is going to be the King of Australia oh. and that's when we'll become a republic. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Fucking Dumbo. Yeah. Wants to be a tampon. Yep. All right. Mm. The um the next one did came out and did come out in eighty seven as well. Same years same year as Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. It's called Near Dark. Near Dark is by uh, directed by Pat, Catherine Bigelow. She really, if you don't know Catherine Bigelow, she was uh, married to James Cameron for a little while. Uh huh. And she's. Done heaps of films like Point Break. She did Zero Dark Thirty, The Hurt Locker. She's done like some big, big films, you know. And she's sort of she wasn't a female '80s director when you didn't have any film female Females. '80s directors. Mm. Yeah, so she was sort of like in this uh, like men's territory and really sort of making ground. She was she's an amazing director. So she wanted to do a um, uh, cowboy film. She wanted to do this cowboy film but in the 80s they didn't want to do – it wasn't cool. That was seen as like sort of dusty and sort of old-fashioned and everything and – Yeah, we were just drinking cowboys. What were they called? Cock-sucking cowboys. cowboys. Yeah. Give us a cock-sucking cowboy. I saw that listed on a fucking bar menu and it had CS Cowboys. Oh, fuck off. We used to say cock-sucking. Cock-sucking cowboy, mate. Write it. Yeah. Run it and be exactly. proud of it. CS Cowboys. Yeah. Or just put Cowboys. Don't be a fucking loser. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so she couldn't sort of uh, get the money on board to do this um, country and western film, to do this cowboy film. They were like, <clears throat> still do the story because it's really good. Because the story's about like a young dude falls in love with this chick but she's wrapped up with a with a group of like wayward uh, cowboys. Yep. Yeah, and they're criminals. You know, like right. it's the old west. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing. And so he gets sort of like sucked up with this group of like wayward cowboys and everything. And it's like, how much does he love this chick? Does he want to completely, basically, become a criminal? Um, just to stay with her or, you know, is he is he going to sort of come to his senses and disconnect from this group? So um, everybody was saying, oh, you know, you're never going never to get any money for this cowboy film. You've got to make it something else. You've got to mix another genre with it. So she mixed vampires with it. Wow. And it was actually ingenious because it – it worked. Yeah. It absolutely worked. This film came out in 87. It doesn't look like an 80s film. It's sort of, I don't know, there's something really art house about it. Yeah, right. It's a really beautiful looking film. It's really, um, it really sort of hits you. Like it's quite, um, it's quite provocative. 
Um, but you look at sort of Lost Boys, which is really 80s looking. This isn't really 80s looking. They came out in the same year. Right. It's really interesting. It's sort of a little bit timeless, but it's got um, Lance Henriksen, Bill Paxton and Jeanette Goldstein all from Aliens. Uh. Directed by her husband, James Cameron. So she would have sort of – she would have seen um, – you know, aliens with those three guys and thought what an amazing job they've done. That and was incredible. She would have cast them out of that basically. Mm. So mm. um and they're really good in it as well. Um we're gonna play a little track from it now. I won't ruin it too much. It's an incredible film. Out of all of these I mentioned tonight, this is probably the most accomplished film. Um the song we're gonna play is Good Times by the Tangerine Dream. Instrumental. Little instrumental there. Wow. All the soundtracks instrumental. Very 80s. Mm, very synth bass. Yeah, yeah. Rock and sort of keys. Very 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So the next one is Vamp. This came out in 86. This has got a really silly plot. It's sort of two guys go to a strip bar to – I think they're going to hire a stripper for their – um, college fucking event or something. They look. They're gonna. They're going to like suss out who's a hot stripper that they can get to their their college. They go to watch it, and the whole strip bar, unbeknownst to them, are vampires. Oh wow! <clears throat> and it was a bit of a precursor, um, a precursor of um, from Dust Till Dawn. You remember the one with George Clooney? He turns up. It's got um, it's got Quentin T- uh, Tarantino. They play brothers in it. No. Honey. Oh, okay. So it's a bit, a bit of a precursor. I've from, only seen George Clooney dressed in a fucking doctor's jacket, mate. Yeah, he, he should have stayed there. Yeah. He, he doesn't inspire me as a film actor. Right. You know? Right. And I say this about one of the richest men in Hollywood and here I am. But do you get the way that people think he's the most amazing looking man on the planet? Completely missed the memo. Me that. too. Yeah. Me I too. I don't get it. I would not fucking light his cigarette if he said he was going to rape me. He's got skinny arms. He doesn't <laughs> look like arms. he could fight himself out of no a wet dick. paper bag. <laughs> no, no dick. No dick. Skinny arms, <laughs> long I remember, feet. I remember a friend of mine years ago saying, do you know George Clooney is short and gay? Oh. <laughs> like they're the two worst things you can be. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. But, yeah. Wow. Mm. He might yeah, be short. I never I got the memo about him being the sexiest thing in the world. I think he, I think there were rumours about him being gay because he was like a Never kind married? Of, yeah, he didn't marry for fucking mm. years and then got married in his 40s or something. Mm. Fucking good luck to him. Absolutely. Yeah. He got married in his 40s, did he? Yeah. Good on him. And his wife, is it like Amala or something? Yeah. She's hot. 
she's not just hot. She's like um, an incredible uh, humanitarian. She's she's a lawyer. Uh, She's a lawyer and she's done heaps in terms of um, humanitarian law in just making the standards better for people around the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And it's funny because like she just gets reduced to being – George Clooney's wife. Yeah, and he's, yeah. she's probably accomplished more than him in terms of legacy of yeah, in, of course. You know, in terms of people's lives. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so back to Vamp. Mm. Silly sort of, silly sort of uh, plot, but um, beautiful looking film. Like beautiful looking film. It's got Grace Jones I don't in mind it. Mind the plot. Yeah, right, right. It certainly would close a few strip bars down in a hurry, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would. It would because like men go to strip bars and just like completely lower their defenses. You know? Yeah, they do. They think the money's going to make them, you know, absolutely get sex. But they I don't care. Went out with a stripper for a little while. It was Did a fucking you? nightmare. It would have been absolutely, and nightmare. they're not big on sex either. They don't – when you're going out with them, I'm sure they're fucking bored of it. They use sex as currency, you know right. what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Make me some Cocoa Pops. Fucking lick me out first, you bitch. Ah! Right? Is that how it works? Is <laughs> <laughs> you have to like bribe them every time you make their breakfast in the morning? Oh, uh, it's just – Suck my dick. It's just sort of like everything – Everything revolves around sex and if you take sex out of the equation, they, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. They're like out of their element. They don't know what to do. Yeah. So they don't want to do anything that's got nothing to do with sex, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like right. they can't. You must have had an interesting one. No, oh, fucking kill me. How, yeah. how old were you? 20. And where would you meet her at fucking Kittens in Caulfield? No, she was a friend of a friend. A friend of a friend. <laughs> oh, My mid twenties were very colourful. Yeah. Um, so this has Grace Jones in it, right? Yeah. She's the best thing about it. Right. She's the best thing about this fucking film. If she wasn't in it, you wouldn't know about it. Yeah. Any of she, your music in it as well? She performed music from it afterwards. Right. But I don't yeah. Yeah. Grace was Look, Grace was known for doing a lot of covers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, she would sort of take stuff that she liked and then sort of reinvent it and it became cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like um, that French song. Yeah, yeah, Lovey and Rose. Yeah. And she also did um, – she also did – Oh, fuck. <laughs> Is, is that how it went? It's my interpretation oh, on wine. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck me, mate. What's going on? I love that song, though. But she did that, um, she did that, um, no good thing. Yeah, Roxy Music. Yeah. Oh. What love the is the boy. drug. Love is a drug. Love is yeah. the drug. She did that as well. See, I love my Jamaican guy. My Jamaican guy. I love when she fucking pumps Did her you peach. watch that interview that I sent you guys last no, night? No, I fucking oh, didn't. What have I been fuck. doing? I don't, I don't know. know. 
fingering something, yourself, maybe. walking into the wall. Walking into the wall and fingering myself, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I fucking do. But you got to watch this interview. She's nuts, mate. Yeah, she's, she's crazy, nuts. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Performance but, artist, really. But then she, it was the clip that I sent you last night is the one where she fucking attacks the host because he it. keeps turning his back. She's clearly on something, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. But maybe not. But um, she then at the end of the show, and it's uh, everyone on the show, it's like very 80s. Everyone on the show is like fucked in the head. I, I'm not sure if it was like this particular night or he did it every week, this guy. But um, very, okay, yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah. watch it. Yeah. But then she gets up, she takes her jacket off and she fucking. Um, Performs Love is the Drug. Right. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah. It's just like an iconic fucking performance. She was sort of like Marilyn Manson in a way, way before Marilyn Manson. In a way, because she was bigger than actually anything that she did or released. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. Because you can't put out Tainted Love unless you're a fucking god. Yeah, that's right. And, and Marilyn oh, did that right really this. well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's what, how I perceive it. Yeah. Is that you're going to take a song from Roxy Music and make it your own. There's yeah. got to be something performance artist about yeah, you that's, that's scary right. and mysterious yeah. and, you know. Yeah. And strangely enough, both Grace Jones and Marilyn Manson are huge influences on Lady Gaga. Yeah, right. Yeah. Marilyn Manson sort of came and endorsed Lady Gaga and said, oh, she's oh. she's the me. Really? Yeah, she's the pop music me but female in the – and it's like, all right, mate, go back yeah. to, you know, go back to your drugs. And, and you're the David Bowie that we fucking didn't want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. come on, yeah. mate. Anyway, so you've got a little – you've got a little um, – Grace Jones plays Katrina. Mm. Remember Cat? Remember Cat? Yes. Yeah? My friend Cat. Yeah, your yeah, friend Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why I suggested Grace Jones to Cat because Kat, uh, Grace Jones plays Katrina in Vamp. And she would have just remembered that and, and gone, she was like, yeah. oh She God. loved Grace Jones. Because the two artists I suggested to play that launch yeah. were David Bowie and Fucking Grace Fucking hell. Would they have gotten David Bowie? Babe, you don't know how much money he had. She spent. had a lot of money, I know, but. On this, on 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 um on Grace, they probably would have been better off getting Bowie, because Grace cost them a lot of money, and she was outrageous, wasn't she? Out of control. She's out of control. Yeah, the, like Bowie would have been pool, reasonable. Fucking... Bowie would have been lovely, and he's he's humble. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have put up with any bullshit. He wouldn't have been wouldn't have been hanging out with the plebs. Yeah, but she, but you never know. Yeah. She was like nuts. She yeah. was like demanding half of her And wasn't her son there as well or something? Yeah, the shit? son was great. We right. hung out with the son. Right. He was great. Beautiful guy. Yeah. The son actually came and did her sound check for her because he had the same voice. Oh, <laughs> he did the sound check? Yeah, he did her sound voice. Fucking lazy sound check bitch. He had the, he of sat, course. He had the same voice as her. She had her brother there who was gay. Where like was she? Really Fucking... gay. They had – she had just lost her father. Oh, okay. And so they were travelling as a family. Yep, sure. And sort of consoling each other and making a buck. Yeah, of course. And they certainly made a buck. Of course. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Mm. She's not – I think she was like – oh, God, I'm not going to 
You 80 know, grand? You know, huh? 80 grand? Oh, more than that. She wow. was 100 grand. Mm. 100 grand and she wouldn't have done, she wouldn't have done an hour She'd come set. out with the backing track? Yeah. Hey, yeah, right. Yeah. She wouldn't have done an hour set. And um, the the costs to get her there and put her on were way more than that fee. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because she demanded a helicopter. What a year limo. are we talking now? What year did you go over and do that? Oh fuck. Ninety four? Or was it oh, no, 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 no. It was two thousand and twelve? Nine or something yeah, like that. Right. Two thousand and nine. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, it was like fucking incredible, fucking incredible. And I met her for two seconds and stuff. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like nuts. In in hindsight, I wish I had a said David Bowie. Yeah, 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 you know? well, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Because maybe we could have hung out with him. But um, hung out with her for two seconds, invited her to go for a swim. Oh, yeah. And she, um, she like went, oh. oh. <laughs> she thought I was... Because she would be single now, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so she should have said, come on, I'll give you the sausage if you have a swim. She thought I was going to take her up, you know, for a swim. And I would have <laughs> done my best. Yeah, yeah. But I was married. Oh, you were? That's right. Yeah. Fuck, I kept my getting wife in was that. probably 50 yeah. metres away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. That was Grace Jones. She would have given me a hall pass. Um, all right, so we're well, going to Well, that's right. Play. Everyone has a hall pass. That's right. And I don't know what mine is in this relationship. I don't think I've got one. Maddie certainly does, but I can't remember his either. I encourage it. My hall pass would be <laughs> anyone black. Right. Wow, that's good. My hall pass was Phil Oakey because oh. I came close to fucking... Going there, but yeah. we won't go there. Yeah. Very friendly. When I was, um, where did I meet him? Met him somewhere with the two girls. The girls hated me because they knew that he was fucking ready to go. The girls just said, oh, no. <laughs> fucking yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, he wouldn't have remembered. And I was at the Hyatt and he walked in, and then I. He said, oh, you're a cutie. And I went, yeah. And I had a boyfriend at the time but he said, go and fuck him. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Oh. Because he was a big homo. Oh. Yeah. Jason loved it. Just wanted me to root him because he could have told all of his mates. Because eventually, you know, he was bisexual and then he went, I don't know what he is now but. Um, Bloody trisexual. It'd be. Pan. Pansexual. <laughs> fucking whatever it is. And um, then there he, he, is. he went and saw Grace Jones at the Metro mm-hmm. and she shoved his head in between her fanny. Yeah. And I'm sitting there because I, I wasn't dating him, I don't think I was at the time, and I see Jason, the biggest fucking, you know, tranny of the – no, we won't say that. And, and she puts his head in her pussy. Goes, eat my pussy, eat my pussy. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, I used to date that monkey. How embarrassing for me. Like, he would I have loved even, it. He loved it. Yeah. Didn't love it with me though, the monkey, <laughs> motherfucker, right? But he loved it with Grace because they're all about fucking train spotting, mate. 
Yeah, right. Who the right. fuck can I root that's famous? But I'm pretty sure his was Kim Wilde and mine was Filoki. Oh, very good. I don't have a hall pass. Yeah, okay. It was a woman. If I'd have a hall pass with Manny, it'd be a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minky. Fuck it, Al. All right. We've lost touch. Oh, are we going to play this Put song? Put your champagne down. Are we going to play this song? play this song. This is from the film Vamp um, that Grace performs to and she's covered with uh, the artwork of Keith Haring in the film. Yeah, right. And it's incredible. Gentlemen, I give you Katrina. Sexy. She got red makeup on, or is her whole body red? She's got a red wig on, right. and she's sort of got white body paint and blue contacts. Okay, so she looks like a white. Per- she yeah, she looks does. Very, very mysterious. Yeah, really fucked up. She plays a good vamp. Ah, uh, right? she's she's in it at this stage, and then it, she's in it at the very end. Um, okay. Yeah, pretty pretty full on fucked up makeup and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Fun story. Look, really, it's. <laughs> I'm still it's, laughing at you going swimming with her and your wife's watching. Oh my god, I've already I gone there in the head. Oh god, for a swim. of course you fucking did. <laughs> of course I did. You and want some to, of this pussy? To, um, because I said to her, we're going. We're going swimming to it. Oh, where are you going? I said, where oh, are you going? Um, I said, there's beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> I'm fucking laying it on. There's beautiful mountain streams just in the hinterlands, not oh. far from here. And oh, you can, my God. You know, beautiful sort of waterfalls cascading down the rocks and <laughs> a, a natural slippery slide and it's called Josephine Falls. I'm going to take the boys there and we're going to. We gonna go for a swim. Oh, 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 oh. She sort of oh, she wanted to come. She put her hand flirty, out. Right. She put her hand out and I kissed her hand. Yeah, right. Yeah. Then what happened? She just went and had a smoke. It was I was I was fucking Of course. You would have been shitting your tax. Fucking shitting myself. She said, Look, mate, you better fucking root me because you fucking told me you're gonna take That's me up right. to the river yeah. and fucking without any knickers on and you better root me. You would fucking die. She had her gay brother behind her, like going. Oh well then you could have done the gay brother. Well the gay brother was But then that uh, wouldn't have been a good look to the he, wife. He kind of <laughs> was cracking on to oh mate, it was a mad oh, weekend. God. He was, the gay brother was trying to crack on to us the night before and uh. he was kind of like the gay brother. Can, re- can you remember Grace Jones was in Boomerang? Yeah, love her in Boomerang. Yeah. Perfect. So can you remember 
the the gay assistant in Boomerang. Like, yes. oh yes, that's exactly what the wow. brother is like. Right, that's exactly what her brother's like. Yep, yep. Amazing. Because I didn't go to this gig. Oh, I stayed I know. home. Why? I fucking don't know. I think I had a gig with the fucking monkeys. No. Fucking what are they called? See, I didn't. I I said to my family like. No, don't come to this one. Like, yeah. you know, the stakes are too high as Mom, well. don't just stay home. I should have let them fucking come. I should have let them come. Everyone else was there. Locals walked up from the beach. How far was it from your house in Cairns? Oh, it's it's not close but it's sort of within driving's distance. Mm. It's a very remote beach. It's yeah. called Mission Beach. Yeah. And the fucking housewives went there. The Sydney housewives or the Melbourne housewives. It was one of them. Went to Mission Beach before they shot it. Yeah, yeah. And had a big fight there. Oh, really? Because that's what you do on in fucking exotic place. Oh. You fight. All right. We're on to our last film. Mm-hmm. Oh, shall we play a little ad? Yeah, we got before a little do ad, don't we? We do. This was uh, part of your idea. I love it. It's closely re- related <laughs> to vampires and it's because I used to use tomato sauce as fake blood. When Let's I was go. A kid. Robin thinks new what is tomato sauce tastes really great. And this squeezable bottle is a very good idea. Mary Jane, on the other hand, is is a uh, is Mary Jane is going to get into a lot of trouble. What is tomato sauce? A great taste in a handy squeezable bottle. What is the tastiest? What is the tastiest? Isn't that cute? What is tomato sauce? What is tomato sauce? I think this was a New Zealand ad, hence the little accent there. But what is was available in Australia. I don't know if they're still going. Um, We're just trying to work this out before. I don't think they are, to be honest. But, um, yeah, when I was a little kid... Being the youngest of four boys, I used to set myself up dead, like I was dead, pose, pose dead. And one thing I used to use was tomato sauce for blood. And everyone thinks they used to use tomato sauce in um, movies for blood as well, but it's the wrong consistency. They actually used to use corn syrup and they used to put uh, food colouring in it. Um, that's what they used to, used to use in Psycho and... Oh, millions of horror horror films I can think of. Was never tomato sauce. But I used to use it. Used to do the trick for me. Um, But we've got one more film, haven't we, Sammy? It's called Once Bitten. I like this one. This um, had Jim Carrey in it. Jim Carrey long before he was in Ace Ventura. Yes. Uh, I think around the time that he would have been in SNL. Yep. Uh, what was the other one he was in where he did Ace, Ace, Baby? Yeah, that was a skit from SNL. Was it? It yeah. wasn't um, that other show? Nah. Living oh, Colour? Living Colour. Sorry. Yeah. I meant I Living I loved Colour. him living. I lived for Living Colour. He wasn't in Colour. SNL. He was in, in yeah, Living Colour. Yeah, yeah. So he was like the, the white dude yeah. in Living Colour. With the and, funny faces. And I think like in Living <laughs> Colour was way cooler than SNL. So do I. Yeah. Because yeah. Jennifer Lopez was pumping her pooch for the first time in That's that. That's right. Of course she was. Yeah, she was one of the dancers. Yeah, let's just she? talk about that cunt, right? Who? How many guys is she going to leave 
before she fucking – is it because she gets <laughs> fat and she just wants to leave them to get skin? I get a feeling she – I used to have this syndrome. She must be a handful, babe. Yeah, she but a handful a of what? Fucking monkeys. I don't – I reckon she gets fat and she goes, I'm splitting up with you now so I can fucking get skinny. Because there is such a thing. When you get dumped, you get skinny. Yeah. I reckon she's really full on about feeling sexy and she doesn't feel sexy until she fucking leaves someone. Maybe she's just a slut. Yeah, well, maybe. That's true. She looks uh, incredible. Yeah. She looks absolutely incredible. She does look incredible but there's more to life, mate. You've got to keep your shit together. Why the fuck would you go back and shag Ben Affleck though? But is she though? She's I think going they, back to him. I think they just oh, I think they just met up. She she broke up with fucking A-Rod. A-Rod. Yeah. And um That was never going to fucking last, was it? No. But the thing is she puts the Madonna kids through this. Madonna went out with A-Rod. Really? He must uh be packing a bit of heat. Yeah, right. He well, he doesn't seem too fucking upset about it. No. Nah. He yeah. reminds me of a golfer. But those guys, those like baseball players in the US and stuff, they're like AFL players here. Yeah. They could fucking, they could walk down to Casey Central yeah. and pick up a group. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. They could, <laughs> but I don't suggest they it do. <laughs> it wouldn't be the hottest one they'd ever had. No, it wouldn't. But it may not have teeth trick. either. It'd do the trick. But She'd teeth... probably do it and then drop him back into the city. I just don't get it. Every time they celebrate a fucking relationship with JLo, I go, oh, whatever. It'll fucking last less than her perfume. Perfume lasts longer than her fucking relationships. But she sort of, rather than do anything big and definitive, she does like small projects. Yeah. And it's all based around publicity. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't have the time. I don't know how she has the energy to keep going on that shit. Oh, like she's been around since fucking Janet was a baby. But I don't think she's overly talented in one area. I don't think she's amazing. No, that's right. No, no, no. I don't. Oh, look, she's a good dancer. Good singer. Good dancer. She's a good. (laughs) She's like Madonna. Yeah. Good dancer. Good singer. Okay, singer. Choreographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably better actor than Madonna, to be honest. I'd know more about her guys she's banged though than her fucking movies. (sighs) That's the thing. This is the thing though. When somebody's mediocre at a few things, they have to (laughs) use spectacles. Should we ring her and tell her she's mediocre? To to get ahead, you know I'm sure she'd appreciate it. Mate, she just fucking played the Super Bowl two years ago with um, Forever. You know that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, but she's great. What's her name? Fucking she shits all over Shakira. Jennifer. Shakira's sexy ass. Shakira shits all over fucking. Shakira could have done it on her own. But they would have been like, no, we've got to be diverse. So yeah, we'll do yeah. like a Latin American yeah. artist and we'll do, I don't know, J-Lo and we'll do <laughs> Shakira. Yeah. No, I, I think Shakira's much because she's a songwriter and yeah. she's. I find her a lot more interesting, cultural and cultured. You know. Yeah. But anyway, off that topic, let's, I just thought that was interesting. Let's go on to our very last film of the night, which <laughs> we did start talking about it, and then got straight off topic. Yes. Once bitten, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey 
in one of his very first roles. Um, he's good in this too. He's yeah. like typically funny. Um, what's the chick's name? Is it Lauren Hutton? Might be Blondie. This came out in 1985. Um, it was sort of a vehicle for him. Lauren Hutton. It's very, very daggy. Mm. Very, very daggy. It's a, it's a sort of uh, horror comedy. You look at the poster. He doesn't look at, like himself at all. This is directed by Howard Storm. Um, it reminds me of Mannequin, and I can't tell you why. Kind of is, kind of is like that. In, the same in feel feeling. as Mannequin. It's kind of like that in feeling. And she it's reminds like, me of um, Sammy. He's going out with this chick who's. Older. A bit frigid. Oh, frigid. She's not frigid. Oh. She's a bit conservative. This bit is virginal. before she meet, he it's meets. It's the thing. Yeah, right. You got this young yeah. dude. Well, there was Brooke Shields fucking, that's right. Yeah. There were chicks like Brooke Shields and then there was the opposite. That's right. You got this young dude, then you, he's he's got the girlfriend who's not putting out. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he's so horny he'll pick up with somebody else pick up with somebody else. There'll be a love triangle. The somebody else he picks up with is Lauren Hutton, is, mm. who's a 400-year-old vampire, and that's the film. Love it. So what's he going to choose? The old slut? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that looks f- like. Or Sandy from Greece who becomes a slut at yeah. the end. Oh, does she? Yeah. So I watched this does. a couple of months ago but yeah. I can't remember it. She's like, at the end she's like, you know, is this what you want, my tits? Is this is this oh. what you fucking kind oh, of kind she's of? She's like that. They have this big dance off at the end, and she gets really oh. sexy, and it's like, well, yes. See, I don't fight bad like that. If you don't want to fuck me, I just walk away. <laughs> I don't fucking do that shit. Or maybe no, I did when I was boring, younger. It's a bit boring, isn't it? All that yeah. competitive shit. You want a fucking? You want a fucking hairdryer? You want a fucking? Here's your fucking hairdryer. Fucking hairdryer. That shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking you know hell. what I mean? Who would have thought <laughs> it would have been this topic that would have brought the therapy out this deeply? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is you know great. what I mean? You used to blame everything when you were young. <laughs> the to hair why dryer. they didn't get the hairdryer. Hair yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't ever about the hairdryer, but it was the fact that yes. you didn't want to root them and then they wanted to root you and then you were just happening to blow dry your hair. And it was like, You want a fucking hairdryer? You fucking cunt. Right, and you smash the hairdryer. Yeah, you'd throw it in the fucking bath with the prick. No, no, that's <laughs> and then you just change story. your name and your change identity your name, your passport, and, uh, and you move town. Change your name to Sammy Hardon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, live <laughs> hilarious. Ah, fucking hell. Yeah, I didn't get very territorial. I did once. I did, did only you? once. Yeah. Right. What'd you do? Throw your knickers out and scream. <laughs> no, it, was when, it was when texting first came in. Oh, what, 2000? Oh, when was texting? After. Was texting 2000? 2002. Right. Or something like that. 2002 or, or three or something like that. And I did something weird like and it was the only time I did it. It was really out of character. Mm. I knew the girl I was seeing was seeing somebody else. I drove oh. around her house, oh. waited out the front, oh. 
Saw the dude go in, saw them getting it oh, on. Oh, that's horrible. And then I just texted her like fucking have a great night with fuck face or something. <laughs> she would have shit herself. Yeah, and that of course. was it. And then I because you were mini stalking. Well, then I threw a petrol bomb in, and um, yeah, I've burnt someone's house down. There's no, no. Palm. I think they're still getting skin grafts twenty years <laughs> later. So fuck both of them. <laughs> oh, they yeah. still come to our gigs. We love them. They do. They're yeah. unrecognisable, but they've got no hair. But oh shit! They sit up the back in chairs. Oh but god. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I know it's a out of out of um, character for me to do something. Who am like I that. To, Like I, I actually burnt someone's fence down because ah! yeah, because they wouldn't read me. Ah! I took what to, happened? Well, I said to my dad because I went to um, the dance. He's a famous guy, famous person, <laughs> and uh, everyone who knows me will know this guy. Anyway, so I've gone, Dad, got to go to dance practice in Richmond. And he went, okay, darling, why are you taking the gasoline can? <laughs> oh, it's a long trip in the car. Yeah. I went, oh, empty. we're doing a fire dance tonight. Oh, yeah, in, yeah. At, at um, the right. dance factory and I'm going to just take some gasoline. Oh, they're doing yeah. some very yeah. avant-garde So he dropped work. me off at dancing and I walked oh. around to this house and fucking put this gasoline all over this guy's fence and lit a fucking match and Oh, away. babe. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and you know what? It's fucking legendary. There's people in America that have heard about this, right? And the cunt can't say anything because I was 17, mate. Oh, my yeah. God. I was 17. You went and burned his fence. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh I'm my not God. like that now, Groovy. They are yeah. lucky. You're, you're, you're building fences That's now. right. I'm building fences. That's I'm right. a lot more patient with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Maddie, oh. I told Maddie this story when we first started dating and he didn't believe me. Oh, and then he went to America and someone went, oh, that girl that burnt da-da-da-da was some <laughs> Aussie pop star. I think Deborah Conway or something. Because he used to wear a certain pair of underwear ah. and they were leopard skin and, and it went around the traps that he used to wear leopard and he had really short arms and shit. <laughs> and um, it went around the traps and people were on the ground laughing like, ah! Oh, no. But, yeah, yeah, it, it, it came up in America and Maddie went, oh, fuck, maybe I'm going out with a psychopath. <laughs> oh, my God, that's But awesome. fuck, he deserved it, oh, you know? That's great. That was just the Scorpio Ascendant. Oh. but. I'm I so don't glad do I brought anymore. it up. Yeah, I yeah. I about that. Oh, really? Oh, but this is great. This is awesome. I thought you'd heard this story. No. Oh, okay. No. Well, yeah. No. And I'll be asking you about all the details after we finish this episode <laughs> in about five minutes. Mm. This is great. How mm. exciting. Oh, yeah. very good. Mm. All right, see, I told you vampires were provocative. Everyone yeah. out there? Yeah. Vampires in the 80s. How fucking cool. Absolutely. Now, considering this will be coming out. Yeah. What gigs do we have coming up? <sighs> Bansdale, Bendigo, Brisbane. Get yes. amongst it. Check out the Rewind 80s website. Rewind80s.com. Yep. Join the VIP list, the yes, Breakfast Club. Yes, the Breakfast Club. Get and on we'll board. Burn with the your fence club. down. <laughs> That's right. Join the breakfast club. Come out in the morning. There'll be no fence there. <laughs> send, 
Semi, <laughs> semi will have come around in the middle of the night and burnt the cunt down. <laughs> oh, God. If you're in Bansdale <laughs> and you have an old fence <laughs> and you want it removed, <laughs> just join the breakfast club. <laughs> The breakfast club and we'll fix it up. That's right. No charge, no oh. charge. Just join it. Oh, good on you guys. <laughs> good on you guys. Good Thank, on you guys. Thanks for listening to the 80s montage. Oh, you can tell we're back in the studio when we're fucking blind. <laughs> now, please, if you've got friends, <laughs> if you've got friends and they've got fences, um, Tell them to jump onto the show and listen to the show. Please like, share, rate and review us. Give yes. us five stars. Five stars. For our fencing and <laughs> and write us a little comment in the comments. The best thing you can do is subscribe oh. to the show, become a follower on, on various platforms and become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. For $10 a month, you can get all the extra episodes. How good would that be? Fuck, they get worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> and for 50 bucks a month, we will leave your fence intact. We'll yeah. leave it as it is. We won't burn it. Yep. And if you Patreon this month for 10 bucks, I'll tell you who the fuck that cunt <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You'll love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm I just became a, a Patreon for 10 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is really good. Awesome. Good on you guys. Good on you guys. Thank you for listening this the 80s montage. And if it's music, music maybe's or cool shit from the 80s, 80s we're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal.